Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen because we talked about how to change beliefs that no longer serve you and your relationships so you can start enjoying your life. So make sure you check it out. This week, we're going to talk about emotions and how resisting emotions does not serve you. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone. I am excited to be back with you today and to talk about one of my favorite subject matters, and that is emotions. Okay. Emotions are so critically important and how they play out in this human experience that we all have. And you've heard me say this, and I'm sure you will continue to hear me say this, but what are emotions? Emotions are energy in motion. That is what emotions are. It is energy. It is the thing that causes us to act, to take action, good, bad, or indifferent. Emotions are the trigger for our actions. And what ends up being out of our actions is the results that we're living in. It is the life we're creating. Emotions are an important part, and I think they get a bad rap, and I want to talk about them today for this reason, to maybe give you another perspective of how you can look at your emotions, and if it lands for you, great. Maybe you can pay it forward by sharing it with somebody else. Um, I know it's something I speak with my children often. So if you don't have access to the emotional guidance scale that I have on my site, please go and download it because I promise it will be a a document that you appreciate. Go to lindsaykporter.com and click the download for free. I use this day in and day out. I have it plastered on my walls at home so that I'm seeing it and my children are seeing it and we are talking about our emotional state because it's it's important and it matters. And it tells a lot about what we have going inside of us. So I want to start here with a question. Do you tend to find yourself resisting feeling negative emotions? And if you could see me, I'd be doing air quotes around negative because I really don't see emotions as positive or negative, good or bad. They're just emotions. And when we can start seeing them that way and not the thing that, ooh, this is not a feel-good emotion, so I don't want to experience it, so I'm going to resist it by what do we do? When we're not feeling something good, we want to get back to that state of 
pleasure. We want to feel better. And so, and I'm raising my hand to this. What are some of the things that we do to make ourselves feel better after we've experienced um, a downward spiral emotion? For me, you've heard me talk about my Dairy Queen blizzards. That is a momentary bit of pleasure that I seek out so that I can feel better. And then not so much after having it because then I have my own thoughts about my health standard and how that action didn't align. And then sometimes there's all the shaming, the self-judgment that I'm doing, which makes me feel worse. So, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later, what that is. Other things that we might do, other habits that or behaviors that we get ourselves into to avoid feeling negative emotion is maybe it's drinking. Maybe it's a glass of wine, the thing that's going to help us calm down and feel a little bit better about our circumstances. Maybe it's picking up the phone, your your cell phone, and looking at it and streaming Netflix, Prime, whatever it might be for you. Or maybe it's social media. Maybe there's a little bit of a, an addiction of how often we're on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or, or many of the other social media applications, right? I want you to get curious to see how you show up in your world, what action you take when you're experiencing what is called a quote unquote negative emotion, that downward spiral emotion. Because a lot of us, our human nature, we want to feel good. Our brain wants to feel good, right? So we try to ignore those emotions, protect ourselves from experiencing those pains, we will suppress them or stuff them down. We avoid them like it's not something we want or should experience. And that's that's what goes on. And it does not serve us because here's the thing. When you allow your emotions, you can actually rebuild and repair relationships and actions that you've taken. And you can find your way through what might feel like pain. But If we don't, when you deny your emotions, that emotion owns you. And this is why we start doing those behaviors to help us feel better. My Dairy Queen blizzard eating, emotional eating, social media, whatever the vice is. And this is where I want you to get curious about how you handle the downward spiral emotions. You have heard me say that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Emotions, all of them are part of the human experience. They're not good or bad. They just are. And when you can learn to use your emotions as an indicator of what is going on inside of you, that is empowering. That is powerful. You can actually do something, maybe consider something, maybe examine a belief that you have, work on creating a new belief, whatever it is. And that's the power of emotions because it truly indicates something that is going on inside of you. I want to share, you know, since we're all having this human experience, I want to share this concept of, you know, 50-50 emotions. Half the time we're going to be on the upward spiral and half the time we're going to be on the downward spiral. Now, I'm not trying to say that life is, it's, it's, you're going to always have 50% good and 50% bad when you average things out in your experience. There are times when you are feeling like 90% upward spiral, 10% down. I've had experiences like this myself. 
And it is possible to be in that place, to be able to have emotional mastery where you can really identify and observe what's going on inside of you and change things in the moment. Okay. It's possible. That's not what we're going to focus on today because I really want to talk about the resisting emotions and why we do this because of what we make it mean. But if you, for a moment, would consider this concept of 50-50 emotions, that half the time are going to be upward and half the time are going to be downward, then your experience of resisting those quote-unquote negative emotions wouldn't be so bad. It wouldn't be the thing you want to avoid or stuff. The concept of this 50-50 is all about balance in emotions. Because here's the thing, in order to experience happiness, you have to know sadness. To understand confidence, you need to understand doubt. In order to feel safe, you need to have experienced fear. To have joy, you need to understand despair and hopelessness. And this is the balance of emotions. You truly can't appreciate what you haven't experienced. So does this mean that your life is always going to be 50-50 in these emotions? No, but it really helps you consider that there is no emotion that we have to avoid. So as you are consciously managing your mind, you know, leveraging thought work practices, you may experience less downward spiral emotions. That's possibility. The point is that you don't try to decrease the amount of downward spiral emotions because we don't let it have power over us. We don't make it that it's bad. It's an indicator. When we can stay in the place of allowing with curiosity, it's that energy of curiosity, about what is going on within you, then you can do something about what you experience to really appreciate and know positive emotions. You have to be willing to allow the experience of negative emotions. I'm going to say it in the way I like to speak. Okay. (laughs) To really appreciate upward spiral emotions you have to be willing to experience those downward spiral emotions. I want to give you an example. Without experiencing ease, you wouldn't understand what difficulty is. Do you see the balancing, the contrast here of emotions? And this is how you can truly appreciate what it is that you're experiencing when you can understand that balancing emotion. When you can look at your emotions as indicators, a signpost on the street to indicate something that's going on, something you might want to consider versus making it wrong or bad or not enough, then you are providing a space where you can actually do something about what's going on inside of you. And that's where we all want to get, okay? It's so amazing when you can. Remember, we're going to experience these emotions half and half. If you can allow that in and understand that it's part of the human experience, then you might 
not resist it so much. You might get more curious and interested in what's going on within you. Because if you're not liking the emotional state that you're in, then you can actually do something about what's going on if you get curious. Your call for action this week is to notice. Notice your emotions and whether or not you're resisting them. How often are you resisting them? What does resisting your emotions look like? I just want you to get curious this week. And next week will be the continuation of this episode in which I'll provide a framework on how to release your emotions. Remember, this life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, 